WTRN presents to you. Let's get fancy. Welcome, everyone, to another installment of Fancy Fridays. I am one of your co-hosts, David, a.k.a. the Panda Bear, and with me we have, of course, Tommy Tom and Kip Turner. Fellas, how we doing? Say hello to the people. I'm Gooch. Tommy Tommy. I'm here, as always. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I was on the Expedias recently, you know, trying to plan out a couple vacations for the wife and I, you know, trying to put... 2020 in good light, you know, trying to have a couple things to look forward to aside from, you know, weddings and family events and all the good stuff. It got me thinking about, you know, past vacations, childhood vacations, you know, do you remember those? Is, has it been too long for us? I mean, I know we're not that old, but do y'all remember those? They were, they were fun times. They were fun times as a kid. You got excited just to go to like uh, Hershey Park or a fair or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of the, uh, of looking back though because like all the memes of today are kind of like based on the shit from back then like uh what was the old saying uh for action park or class action lawsuit park or something because that place just yeah. known for like the sketchiest of the sketch class action park yeah. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that shit's hilarious did you watch the documentary on that by the way hbo max put one out oh you mean the johnny knoxville the Johnny no, Knoxville movie? Doc- no, no, it was an actual. I mean, yeah, no, no but I they did make be, that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it. <laughs> um, I didn't see it. I, I didn't. I just like picking on things I don't understand. You know, the American yeah. way. The American way. <laughs> the American way. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, I definitely do. You know, do you remember those? The one in particular was like going to uh, going to DR. I mean, that was. We were fortunate to go a couple times, but that last one really stuck with me for no other reason that it's like, you know, we spent the time with the family, you know, where you grew up, doing the hard work on the farms, et cetera, et cetera. And then we got the week, you know, almost like a celebratory week in the resorts. My dad being the big baller he was, paid for the family members that were down there to come with us so they can enjoy the lack of luxury uh, for the short time with us. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. And it got, you know, it reminded me of just, you know, how lucky you know, I am, and my family was growing up and all other good stuff, so it's good to hear that you guys have those memories as well, because, uh, you know, we are some lucky ducks in that way. Yeah. With that being said, is there that one favorited, like, childhood memory, that one that sticks? Um, my coming-of-age story happened much later in my life. Like, honestly, it was, like, college-age. This is a very embarrassing story, but I have to start off by saying I never really drank things out of cans as a kid. I just didn't. I don't know why, like some weird 90s thing maybe. But so I'm at like some of my first couple weeks at college and we're going to go out. We're going to go to a frat house. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be good. It's going to be a good time. So, you know, it's normal frat. Yeah, yeah. Like it's my time now. You know, I'm I'm free. I'm free. You know, it's it's 2000. What year is it? It's 2006. You know, you know, you know. Uh, Bush is on his way out. Yeah, the, the semester. semester is here. Brock, I think he's just got elected senator. Shit's going down. 
And so, <laughs> so we're, uh, you know, we're going to the frat and it's normal frat procedure for that time. You know, you pay 20 bucks, show them student ID you're in, and you basically just drink all the Keystone that your stomach can handle. Oh, we're and well so, versed. We're um, well versed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm, I'm saying this for the audience. Yeah. I'm a little surprised your high cover was five and it was no, five no, for no. us. Well, because... <laughs> D D two great school Alfred State, but this isn't a representation of Alfred State. Alfred State's an awesome school. Please don't take this as an example. Alfred, please don't sue us. Please don't sue us. <laughs> I had a great education from there. Anyways, um, so we're at a frat house, and um, you know the way it was was you'd walk up to this door that they had like like one of those old school ones where the top bottom half is stationary, the top half swings, and they're like you know they would just hand you beers and like you just walked up the door and it was kind of convenient. So. I walk up, and I think it was, like, a rush night or something, because they're, like, pick three random dudes, me being one of those random dudes. And, like, I go, and they're like, you got to chug this. And I'm like, all right. So I take this keystone, and I go glug, 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 and slam it on the counter, because I chug it in four <laughs> chugs. And these two weak-ass bitches next to me are still like, <laughs> they're not relaxing their jaw. And they don't have these, they don't have these lips to just suck Suck the shit out of the can. Like, the can was collapsing as I was... It was like... You gotta create that oxygen. You gotta create the flow. I was going Super Saiyan on this goddamn can, okay? So I finish it, and then, um, you know, I put it down, and the guy was like, wow, that's really cool, and he picked it up, and he dumps it, and there's foam in the can. He's like, dude, that, that's, that's not good. And I, literally, and I looked at him like, dude, do you see these lips? Do you see the power that these lips can generate? Of course there's foam. <laughs> And he and he was like, "You're right. Here, take the beer." No, I'm kidding. He he told me to fuck off, actually. But it, it was boring. <laughs> um, so, so you know, we I, I you know I'm drinking the beer. I'm actually having a great time. This really cool chick. I think her name was Trish. She was a brown chick, which was rare where I was because I think for like 30 square miles, me and Trish were the only black people. Like it was, we're in the woods. And so you know, we're having a good time. We're macking. I'm drinking that Keystone. Then bah, 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 knock on the door, police. I freak the hell out. I'm like, oh my, oh my God. And Trish freaks out because she knows, she knows exactly what I'm thinking. We're both thinking we're going to be in a fucking tree in 10 minutes. Like they, they're just going to see two black kids and just you. go, yep, you and you out. And so we're freaking out and my stomach starts going into knots, going into knots. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. So Trish t- turns to me and is talking and she's like what are we gonna do and like the way her mouth was it was wide open but my stomach was turning so it all of a sudden it happens and i am burp the biggest fattest (laughs) keystone air i saw my burp hit that deadly dead thing in the back of her throat like she like She, she caught it full, full bore. And, oh, and like, I'm watching in horror in slow motion as I can see the emotion of just fear of the cops and then the disgust of my Keystone air. <laughs> and so it's just like, what are we going to do? <laughs> It's terrible. And you shot Keystone in her mouth. Oh my god! Basically, that was when I learned how to burp. Because for years, I just never burped. As an adult, you know me as a burper, but as a kid, I was not a burper, and it was because of Keystone Light.
I became a burper. So that's my. Oh, man, that that's why I learned how to burp. Well, I feel like I wish I wish my uh, coming my e true Hollywood story coming of age portion of it was um, as entertaining as that, or it's just you know for me it's just it was you know bringing it back to high school. I'm gonna bring it back a bit. You know, it was in, it was in the band in high school. You know, we were trying. We were out there the, the Long Island bands in the emo days. You know, say no more. And so. Battle bands coming up. It's like our first one, you know, one of our first big competitions. You know, like I said, we had EPs, we had the covers going. We're real excited. You know, cut to day of. We're pulling in. As we're pulling in, what do we hear? Our cover. Not our cover. It's not our song. You know, oh, no. song. we hear another band playing the cover. So we're looking at each other like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, you know, it was, the, it was the one we practiced. It was it. You know, we had a plan B, but it wasn't as strong. You know, it was plan A for a reason. So we, we look at each other and we're like, listen, we look at we look at the quote unquote crowd. There was there's maybe like 30, 40 kids, nothing, nothing too big. You know, yeah. I mean? we're looking around we're like, listen, it's mainly our people. Regardless of who plays what, we stick to our guns. We play yeah. the song. They'll cheer for us. It's going to work. Have faith. Mm-hmm. They look at me like you're crazy, but the other song doesn't sound nearly as good, so let's go with it. Yeah. So we go with it, you know, the other bands go, we go on, uh, you know, high school day, very nervous about playing in front of people, memorize, you know, you know, the hand movements, everything, all the songs. So I would just take my glasses off. I was like, nope, can't see you. You're not here. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. my buddies. <laughs> yeah. I did the same thing. I wore dark glasses when I played. Same thing. Nice. Nice. It's so, uh, you know going through the battle of bands, you know, we don't think we're going to win. There's many other experienced acts there. Uh, we just know we had the biggest pop. Like when we yeah. got on, everybody came and like, you know, rushed the stage, blah, blah, blah. And it was a lot of fun and all that good stuff. So they start going through, we don't hear our names. They're going like fourth, fifth, start getting the third. And I hear them like, did we not place at all? Did we not even like metal? Yeah. So they get through, they get through it. And then boom, winner is us. Get we the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those big moments, you know? And it was, I remember going up to the stage and like you could, I remember being my excitement and saying like, you know, shaking hands with all the different bands and all, you know, trying to like, like a sports good game. Good game, bro. Good game, good game. Yeah, good yeah. Game. Um, and but you wanted to be like, they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. I won! Yeah. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm like, I was that there was a small level of tennis <laughs> that was there and I was like, oh, I'm the best. <laughs> and so lo and behold that would be the height of the band we would never achieve no. such great success again because as all things happen with most high school bands college rolls around and it's just like yeah no i can't do this i gotta go to school i'm sorry dude and i, and I had to go but we had that moment so if there was ever an indie movie of my life that would be part of it and with me going off to college meeting tom we'll close it out with some some documentary style credits. David went on to be blah 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 blah. <laughs> question: What was the what was the song? Oh, the song. Oh, and that lets you know how evil it really was in those days. It was a decade under the influence by Take It Back Sunday, and it was also the back vocals and everything. But I couldn't scream, so like you know, my buddy was just saying, he's like, "I'll do the screams. I get it. You're not comfortable with it, but you know, it's like all those other yeah. things." And you know, and I heard I first thought I did awful. I remember talking about it with some friends after, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't believe we won because that cover was trash. My voice was awful." And then you know, somebody's reassured me, like, "No, dude, it really wasn't that bad. I mean, it was yeah. great, but it wasn't that bad." <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like my answer was so much different. If I had to like do a reverb, I know Keenan knows about it. It would be uh, the Mr. Monty High. Uh, oh yes, please tell yes. us. The first time I to redo that tape. Let's hear. Um, it. I'm gonna redo that for you, Tom. I'm just gonna you know say, Tom, please tell that story because it's a classic. <laughs> Whatever the Mr. Monty High thing was just this like dope thing. I remember I saw it freshman year. I went to see my friend uh, Anthony do it. And I was like, I'm going to do that my senior year. Because it was like essentially a male uh, fashion show. Mm -hmm. uh, see who was going to be Mr. Yeah, Money High. Yeah, male whatnot. beauty pageant. And so... A male beauty pageant. Yeah. Okay, so I imagine, you know, there was talent involved. Some, you know, a little shucking and driving, a little walk yeah. around. You I imagine somebody had to suit up at some point or another. We all did. Yep, everything. It was all. It was full production. Uh, nice. They did it every year. I think they only did it the year after us. I heard they like stopped, which isn't surprising because Dave Melcher and me fucking killed it. They they couldn't follow us. Oh, <laughs> uh, if I may interject, Tom, Dave, and Tom. Hopefully, we get Tom on this pod. Uh, Dave on this podcast. It'll be hilarious. But um, they they killed it because they did everything that we were not supposed to do. Like literally the music director was like, please don't, please don't dance on the piano. Dave danced on the piano. In my defense, they didn't tell Solid. me I could, I didn't, I couldn't do a front flip off the stage. That's true. Okay? They that, didn't tell true. me I couldn't do that. Yeah. So I yeah. just did it. Yeah. I mean, even as high school, you know, for liability purposes, you actually should be doing no front flips off the stage, but we're trying no. to maybe no. at all costs. It's yeah, the last exactly. of the season. You can't hold anything back. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, that's what, that's what was kind of effed up about high school for us was that they should have said a lot more shit because they just assumed that we were like, oh yeah, we shouldn't do this. No, we're going to try it because we don't know. Like, what the fuck? We don't know. Like, oh, should should I do a front flip off the stage? Probably not, but I'm going to because shit, let's go for the gold. Well, it was oh. it was one of those competitions and it came down and it was, from my knowledge, the first and only year that it was a tie at the end. And that was mm -hmm. Dave and me. And they had to figure out, all right, so what are we going to do for this? And they're like, you guys are going to have a dance off. And if you guys know me, my, my fucking balls just got sucked in. I was like, oh. Oh, fuck dance off yeah. with dave whose talent portion was him doing uh what is it the the dance from was it dirty dancing yep yep the time of You're my done. life that, that done. whole fucking cooked. thing because <laughs> he just like, did yeah. that for his talent portion so you know in I'm hindsight like, oh, that is extremely fucked up i didn't even think about it that way like well it was said that you know sounds great not, uh, yeah you know what dave got the crown I got laid after the show. I think we both won. I'm cool. Everyone <laughs> wins. Everyone, Everyone wins. But I, I, I point that out because I think for a lot of people in high school, that was probably the first time they saw the Tom that you guys get to see or something. Because for the most part in school, I just kind of kept to myself. Well, I'm glad you came out of your show. It was that with the combination of like getting the book published that it was like, a combo of things like, oh shit, Tom Prang, I know you. This dude wasn't just sitting here on his own the whole time. He's been working on his book. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, you're right though. That was that was a really cool, I mean, the if you look at the video, I I remember jumping. Base, I almost did a backflip when I saw you do a front flip because I knew what was happening as it was happening. And I was so excited for the world to see Tommy Tom come out of there like a cannonball out of a cannon just and i'm like oh my god he landed it and he like fucking fucking 
did like an airplane thing when I was like going and so from the crowd audience some people thought I actually hit the ground and they like stood up yeah. and I like kind of came back I kind of did the float up pop yeah. back up arms up I was like yeah. yeah I saw him grinding on the flag and dancing on the piano I was like I gotta do something cause this ain't like I did I think the first thing I did was like jump over his head like I did like a leapfrog over his head and then he started doing that, and I was like, well, fuck, I gotta do something. This guy's dancing, I'm doing parkour, fuck it. God, that was wonderful. <laughs> but that, 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 I feel, was a, uh, you know, big kind of turning point for me, personally. Because that was like, me getting out of my shell a little, and being Tom, elementary Tom, who would, like, read stories and shit to people and stuff like that. I was just gonna say that, um... You know, uh, a lot of our stories, it's, you know, us coming out of our shells in a lot of ways, at least Tom and I, our stories are like that. And it's funny how, it, you know, led to the person. Oh, Keenan chug chugging a beer is coming out of his shell. Oh, I yes, was there yes for, definitely. I was there for a tequila night with Keenan. So, yeah, this is him getting <laughs> out of his shell. Yeah. But it does lead me, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, like, since we broke out of our shells, Keenan, in college, you, you did it. Was, would that be considered the best night or just there another one better? And then controversially, <laughs> what is the worst night? So Tom was there for oh. my worst night, but I want to hear yours first. And in college, yeah. we're talking about college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. All right. So wait. So do you want to hear my best night at college or my worst night in college first? Because that 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 whole burping thing was just that was just the first night. And that's why I want you to go first because I feel like we've only reached the tip of the iceberg with it. So. <laughs> How do you um, want to end it, Keenan? Do you want to be on a high or a low? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll leave that up to you. Can I maybe start with Tom first? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, so if we want to go best, uh, there were a lot of fun ones. If I, if I, I'll, I'll use this one because it, it involves Keenan. Because uh, I was barely conscious for most of this night. Um, <laughs> the first time Keenan came up to visit me was for his 21st birthday. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take this guy out. We're going to have a fun time. It's going to be chill. It's going to be cool. Right? So at some point, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. This is actually <laughs> it leads into a, a lot happened tonight. Okay? Yep. Let me just say that. Um, from my perspective, because I don't think either <laughs> – yeah, I don't think either of you two – you two got, like, parts of it uh, as it went. But I remember – uh, some guys from uh, my old dorm the year before, because Dave and me had got in a house on Groton. Uh, mm, Groton. Shout out to Groton. Shout out Groton. I'm on Groton. Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. But uh, they had a bar party. And I don't know how, if you've been to bar parties when you were in college up by you, Keenan, but the bar parties in Cortland worked. Essentially, you paid the 20 bucks uh, to get in. Some bars, it would be drink what you want. Others, it'd be like you get 10 tickets and you drink those. So I went to the one at uh, this bar called the Stone Lounge, which was like the more fancier one and whatnot. So I went in there. I got the 10 tickets. I was drinking those. Then I like went outside and I bumped into, uh, do you remember Emily, Dave? Like the tall blonde? Yes, yes, I do. I do. I do remember her. I remember how she would say hello to you on the weekend. Time! <laughs> I saw her, and then I saw my old uh, RA uh, for my floor, 
and they were drinking and they're like, Tom, do you want these beers? Like they had like a giant pitcher and they're like, and they were just telling me how uh, the manager, they had him wrapped around their finger or something and that they were just getting free drinks. So I was like, well, free booze, I'm not going to say no, this right? This is just another example of how Tom gets free liquor as he goes out all throughout our lives. Continue. Hey, this one was from the female. You know, that's a switch. <laughs> I'm pretty 50-50. It's either female or male that's going to get me drinks. But it's regardless. mostly male. It's, it's mostly male. But it's just plutonic yeah, free drinks. So continue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically... I was 10, probably gin and tonics in, and and a, probably a couple beers. I have no idea what beer. I know it's like Bud Light or Coors Light or some shit like that. Doesn't matter. Please drink I, responsibly. Yes, don't we drink don't like Tom. We do not. Do not. Do not copy us. We're a bunch of idiots. Especially me. Uh, let's remember the comment. Only one of us has been to jail. I think you guys are figuring out why I went to jail. But anyway... Keeping it going, uh, I start. I start walking back to our place, and along the way to the place, there was the swim team's house, and Dave and me had become very close with the swim team when uh, you know we were in freshman year. Yeah. Uh, a guy that lived next to us, he was on the swim team, so we would always go over there and party. We pretty much had access to most of the house. We would know the side entrance to go in if like. Say the situation like you had, Keenan, when the cops came. It's like, oh, we're yeah. going into the side yeah. department where they don't <laughs> know have... how to get into. Yeah. Happened a couple times. Tom just give me a little, yeah. hey, Happened hey, a couple. I hear him. I hear him. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Happened a couple times. But <laughs> I end up there. And I remember specifically, like, bumping into a couple of them outside in, like, the parking lot across from their place. And one of them would be like, yo, Tom, you're bleeding on, like, the side <laughs> of your face. I was like, ah, yeah. you're cut. nothing. It's nothing. I like, I figured, whatever, you know, acne or something. Maybe I scratch something or something like that, right? I keep going. I get back to the house and I'm like, all right, Keen's coming. All right, we got to prep. I'm hammered. And I'd be lying to you if I, you know, I wasn't, when Keenan arrived, I wasn't praying to the porcelain god for a little bit. I was just laying yeah. there trying to regroup myself. And I remember specifically when Keenan came in. I wasn't even like I was just wasn't even looking at him. I was just like, "Yo, man, we got some we got some beers and drinks in the fridge, and all that." Uh, I, I shoot about thirty to forty-five. I'll be back. He didn't say that there were Heinekens in the refrigerator. He said, <laughs> "I heard. I knew what he meant, but that's he did not say anything about Heineken. So sorry, Tom." Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Look, my translation. But yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, our other roommate, Eric, took uh, Keenan and his friend Matt to the bar right next door. Then they came back, and I believe Keenan and Matt were like, all right, we're going to go into town and whatnot. And I don't know what, what the fuck happened. Like, Lazarus, I rose from the dead. Like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> I'm not going to let them go into town by themselves. And I just put myself together as best I could and then just ran, ran after them, you looked. caught up yeah. to them. And I remember Keenan, what? How the fuck are you back up? Yeah. Like, All right, guys, I'm going to take you to some places. Let's go. Let's go. And I definitely did not drink for the entire that night. We came back. Uh, <laughs> Keenan, I forget. Ex Matt passed out. Matt was knocked out in our hallway. Yeah. But sorry, I, I, I still want to know how this is the best thing, but you know, I'm letting it go. Continue. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I just wanted to add though that there were some there are some small things missed. 
because it wasn't like Tom was like when me and Matt were walking into town, we were like, yeah, we'll have a good time. And it wasn't like Tom like stumbled out and was like really inebriated. I swear to God, this man went straight up 80s montage when we stepped out of that room and was like, I need a hero. And like washed his face and fucking like <laughs> took a shower. And like, cause when he walked up to us, he oh, was like, was no just shower. like, he was like, hey guys, what's going on? Uh, we can go to this bar, this bar, this bar. I'm like, how in the fuck are you not, how are you not slurring your words anymore? <laughs> you were incoherent about 10 minutes ago. Where did this come from? <laughs> Where is this? Dude, I don't so, know. It was like a shot of adrenaline, and it yeah. was like, made, I think I just reached that point. I was so hammered, I was sober. Uh, yes. Steal line. Uh, it was bad. And like I said, when we got back, I don't know, you were, Keenan got into an argument with our roommates downstairs uh, for a little bit. Matt passed out in the hallway. And when we got there, there was a girl uh, smoking uh, weed with uh, our roommate, Eric, because they were in the same program. And so when I went up there, somehow I got left alone with this girl, and we ended up back in my room, and this is the infamous, it's about to go down, and suddenly my door opens, and it's Keenan. Yes. And I'm just, I'm, I'm ready to go, I'm on top, I'm and I just kind of turn and look at Keenan. Keenan looks at me, and he does, <laughs> and then he just walks the fuck out. Thanks, guy. Yeah. And it's wow. like, well, there's no continuing after this. I'm done. I'm done. But okay. to answer your like question as to why... the room real silently and just let, let the moon keep going. No, he laughs. He ruins it. Way to go, guy. And you call me traitor, the... Dave. <laughs> to, answer your... <laughs> to answer your question as to why I said this is like one of my, fa- my, my best moments, it's just that it was just such... Everything happened. Like... The next morning, that was me looking in the mirror and be like, oh, shit, I was bleeding last night. Like, I had no... I was cut. Like, I don't know how it functioned, but it's like I still remember, mo- like, most of the night. I was just like, my body was hurt. Oh, and, But it was just... I think it just highlights some of those crazy nights in Cortland. It's the best a compass of, like, everything else besides some other wild shit that I did. For sure. That would probably be the best. No, yeah. I hear you. I mean, definitely Cortland definitely lended itself to those nights as well. I know that my, one of my, you know, highlight memories of that time was on a Tuesday night. It was me and Matt Hudson. This was back when we were very heavy into jam bands, of course, and found out one of our, one of our bands is playing in Buffalo. And you know, at the time we were very impulsive, we were very reckless, you know, not a care in the world, living like there's no tomorrow. But we had a terrible saying that looking back on it now, it's like, who are you guys? You know, and just for reference, the saying was, if you're not living on impulse, then what are you living on? Um, and so <laughs> we decided at three, <laughs> three o'clock to about three, three or four o'clock on that Tuesday. Like, are we trying to go to this show? I'm like, you yeah, were trying to go to this show. We have responsibilities on Wednesday. There's things we need to do. We understand that. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Because if we weren't living on impulse, what would we living on? So me and this kid, high tailor to Buffalo, get there. Oh you know, it's God. eight o'clock. It's a, it's, a, it's a Tuesday. This is an early show. It shows up like eight or like nine or something, you know? We make it there just in time. No tickets. The whole time I'm talking to my buddy who's in Buffalo. He was going to UB. He had tickets to the show. He's the one that kind of yeah. convinced us. And he's like yeah. trying to help us out, get tickets, what have you, what have you. He finally gets a line on two tickets. We get two at face. It was great. We go in. We enjoy the show. About like halfway through, I'm just I'm like, you know, we're 
dance group and we're talking to people and whatever, whatever. I'm like, I go to him, I'm like, yo, it's Tuesday, y'all. We're doing this. That impulse thing was just like, <laughs> it felt so good to just have that freedom. And, you know, it's just like, you know, that's been that free in a yeah. while. So, Keenan, what about, what about you? We're back to oh. you now. Yeah, so again, college night. Um, it was the night that I f- forgot how to schedule um, because, like, so I have like a wide range of friends back then because I was like, I'm like, so like, I'm doing this whole track thing. Um, and you know, I'm trying to like make friends with the track team. And there's one new kid, he's really chill, he's from like the Delhi area, so he's like kind of familiar with where we are, Tom. And so, you know, we kind of click and he's like, yo, we should hang out tonight, like after track practice. And it was like, I didn't realize it was Friday. And like, I was like, oh yeah, sure. So like, you know, you know, it's dorm dormitory. So, you know, run, run back, take a shower, head over to his place. And, um, so, uh, we go there and he's like, yo, you want DiSerono? And it was like a running joke because we always drank DiSerono and milk because we were like, so weird because you know it's an odd bevy it's an odd bevy of choice yeah it's it, right day. let me get a nice well, layer of dairy in there before i go out <laughs> well it was one of those weird things because like during the time was back when de serono had like all of their advertising yeah i remember de serono on the rocks yeah de serono on the rocks and then de serono <laughs> like then i found like de serono with chocolate milk and i'm like oh this is like chocolate milk and it is and so i was about to say that you just made a milk that, that that was the key it was a milkshake for you a little yeah, yeah. well on my way back to, well, this all ties in. because on my way back to the dorm, I stopped by the smoothie place because, you know, I just got out of the, you know, I got to get my, my vitamins back in. So I made sure I got a milkshake. And so when I walk back, yeah. So what, what do I do? I go back to Derek. I think his name was Derek. I feel really bad that I can't remember his name because I, that dude was awesome. But um, go back to Derek's place. Like, oh, he wants some decent run? I'm like, yeah. And we're at glug, 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 right into my milkshake, stir it up. And I'm sitting there and we're having a good time. I must have poured half the bottle into that thing because all of a sudden I'm feeling sloshed. Like I am sloshed for no reason. And so like, you know, and we're like having a good time. And all of a sudden my phone goes off. I pick it up and it's like, it's my friend, Sean. He's like, yo, yo, Keenan, remember it's, it's Friday. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I bought all that stuff for Irish car bombs. <laughs> so car bombs uh, so car bombs. I, had, I had dropped at least $100 on all this stuff oh you were committed so you were invested in so this. I was you committed could... so I go over and so we start doing Irish car bombs the next thing is us being at my friend's apartment I was cold and wet so and you definitely ate shit yeah oh yeah something <laughs> Oh yeah, there was mud somewhere. Yeah, it was. It was so. I'm sitting on these people's couch, destroying their couch, and I remember somebody saying, "Yeah, Dave broke up with like Melissa, and like I don't remember their names, but like Dave is Ryan Reynolds and Melissa is Scarlett Johansson. Like it was like mind blowing me. Like the two most beautiful people in the world just got divorced. It's like what the fuck is going on? And I had a lot to say about it because of De Serono, Keystone. And the uh, whatever Irish car bombs. So, oh, you yeah. had an opinion. You had a hot take. Yeah, I had an opinion. And I was like, Dave is dumb. Dave is an idiot. Dave needs to fucking figure his shit out. And so, <laughs> oh my god. So that's where I. That's where everything else is gone. But it was a great night. I think your your night your good night kind of ties into my worst night when you mentioned the car bombs. That would be um, uh, probably the second DWI. 
It was our boy. <laughs> it was our boy Matt Hudson's birthday. Uh, his official 21st birthday. So we go out, and the plan is, yo, we're going to get this kid wasted. We were so excited. Jager bombs, just like all, all the bombs. Night. If it ended in bomb, we had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it pretty much uh, ended back at his place with Dave and all of them. And uh, me being like, yo, I want to smoke some weed. So drove. Uh, I think I got to the I got to the gas station, and then as soon as I got out of the gas station, the cop pulled me over, and then I uh, yeah, that was the second DWI. I'm gonna keep that one short and sweet, short and sweet. That was probably the worst night. Do you even know what you left the house for? But like that's what I wanted to know. We laugh about it now because you know you 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 moved on, you learned your lessons. But do you even remember what you were leaving the house for? A blunt. I wanted to get a Dutch. Uh, but, but, I was uh, on a mission. Was a late in the night, so the place right next to their you guys' house wasn't open. Uh, oh, so I God. just like ah, fuck man, it. it was on a mission. No. Yep. Oh, that's too funny. That's too. Funny. Well, it's only funny because you know, like I said, you blurred from your your terrible mm-hmm. decisions and you know you paid the price, et cetera, et cetera. We can move on and you know joke about it. Oh man, but that I feel like the. The worst night that does lead to some type of, you know, worst nights I feel like always involve some type of portion where you naturally don't remember, you know. I think that's especially for me. Over mine. drinking, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, that's it. This seems to be a common thing with our worst nights because mine was definitely along those lines too. You know, it was just uh, it was back uh, freshman year, taking those paying your dues, taking those you know those hard ones, learning how to party, what have you. It was a night. Tom was there. Tom can attest for this for this story. He can be the witness, if you will, maybe fill in some of the blanks <laughs> that I spill after all these years. Um, but you know, we're there. It's typical frat party scenarios. Everyone's having fun. We're doing our thing. I decide that you know we're gonna mix and match, do the liquors and the beers. I'm having a good time, much like Tom. You know, after I get all that in me, I'm like getting that beer, those beer muscles, that beer brain. I'm trying some weed now, baby. Try to loosen this up, get it going. You know, start getting the weeds in me. So, you know, and then had a nice little cocktail going and I'm feeling everything. And I'm saying, you know, I'm just a little, a little tired. In my mind, I thought it was like, you know, one, two in the morning at this time. No, I was very, still very much early into the evening. So, you know, like, I'll just, you know, just take a, take a seat right over here. You know, we just, you know, catch a breather, get, grab a couple glasses of water. You know, next thing I know, I'm being helped up by Tom. <laughs> and our, our, a friend of ours at the time who's much smaller than both of us and i was much larger at the time so it was real it was a, it was a struggle yeah. this is big ben this is big bear dave there I, we were just stumbling down the stairs stumbling down the stairs <laughs> we may get outside of the house the house happened to be on a hill i believe we had to go up the hill before gravity, going up the hill oh, and man. gravity and my drunkenness decided we were going down the hill <laughs> And so I didn't fall or anything. It was just like, nope, momentum is moving me this way. And yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to be pushing him up the hill. It was, it was like, all right, this is the direction we're going. We're going down the hill right now. And then we <laughs> ended up outside there. But that's what essentially, you know, that's when the flickers of memory, you know, that's where I flicker back on. I'm like, oh, I remember sliding on down the hill, getting to the bottom, finding out, you know, on what I would know later, later to know what loves Ryan, end up there. And we all roads are, end up on grind. <laughs> they're all a little there. 
And where they were at the bottom, it was, there's a little tire shop. And you know how like parking lots still have those uh, little metal barriers, if you will. Yeah. I take a seat and that's where it flickers off. Place It was another house that we had partied at. They had like okay, one of those thank you, wood like fences. <laughs> they had one of those little wood fences things. And as we're walking, Dave's like, nope. And he just sits down <laughs> right there. We were fast friends, but it was still a new friend. So there wasn't, you know, I, I hadn't seen Tom praise the course of God did. This was the first instance where I was, you know, not holding on holding my own, if you will. Well, you know, we were a tag team. We were 10 going out. It was it was almost to the point where like I would be out and be like, oh, where's Tom? I was like, I don't know. He's around. He's at, he's at the other house. I don't know. <laughs> essentially, out. Dave. Dave, at one point, he's rocking, and he falls backwards into the snow. He, like, just flips over the thing, falls in the snow. And I'm standing there like, fuck, I got to somehow <laughs> get this guy up. Mm-hmm. Luckily, one of the guys that lived at the house, he was just walking up. He's like, yeah, do you need help? I was like, yeah. And before the guy came, I'm not going to lie, I was talking a lot of shit to Dave. I was just like, come on, Dave, be a man. Be a man. Stand up. Stand up. Stop being a pussy. Come on. Let's get up. <laughs> it was horrible. And the guy helps me pick up Dave and we get him into the back apartment and just lay him on the couch. He's like, all right, thanks, man. I, I thanked him and all that. And then I went back to our dorm and that's when I start to black out because all I remember is walking down a hill. I see our dorm. I'm like, oh, that's our dorm. Next thing I know, I'm waking up. I'm like, what's going on? And I see Dave in his fucking bed and <laughs> it doesn't click right away. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, hey, how the fuck you get home? He's like, didn't you carry me? I was like, fuck no, I didn't carry you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I woke up that boy. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I did it. Must have made it okay. I mean, my guess is probably slept it off, walked back, woke up in the bed. Dude, I had no idea of the BB uh, gun incident until I'm going to the bathroom. I see the bruise on my leg. I'm like, oh. I wonder what that is. I get filled in. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> and to this day, that was just always a lesson. I was like, oof, you need to slow your roll. You need to, you know, pace yourself. Marathon, not a sprint. Or if it's a sprint, you know where it ends. Yeah, so, yeah but that was hands down the worst, worst night. You got one, Kieran? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. no, um, this is actually that brief or that weird moment where me and Tom really weren't, like, this was like, that weird stage of me and Tom's twenties where we weren't really talking much. And I was more just hanging out with, uh, Tyler and Matt and, and Jen. And we always went up to Albany because like a lot of my friends had, you know, graduated from there. They had parted there. So it was like, Oh, cool. You know, whatever. So I, I don't remember what the reason was, but we were out having a good time. Um, it was me and Jen, and at the time we were dating, we had it was actually a really good night. But then we get on this bus, and like we had been having a good time. We had been drinking, but we hadn't been like cutting loose. So like everybody was at a level ten. It was Halloween. <laughs> the night was fine, but the bus was rat fucked. It was so fucking gross. So I'm on the bus. Everybody's sweaty. There is a dude who's wearing like one of those like single green like costumes where they're just like a green oh green, green man yeah yeah green man yeah, yeah, green man. <laughs> yeah green man yeah green man his dick was right fucking here because <laughs> it was packed and i'm like <sighs> I'm on this bus and so 
you know, we're t- me and Jen are tolerating it because like whatever, we had a good time. We're gonna, and then and then she, I see Jen turn around and she looks at me. She's like, just pick up your feet, and I pick up my feet, and then it happens. Somebody's puking, and now all the puke is rolling right under my feet. Ooh. And it was at that moment I had realized that this was not the life for me anymore. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not I don't want any part of it. Dude. I'm not about this life. That's uh, I'm leaving that story. But that shit sucked. Just, <laughs> just green dicks, vomit, and <clears throat> yep, <laughs> yep. Sorry, folks. That's the um, worst one. Well, on that note, I do think we should take that as the sign and take a little commercial break. And uh, we'll get back to it in just a bit. Hey, are you enjoying this episode of Fancy Fridays? If you are, and I sure hope you are, please follow and like this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more or even be updated on all the things going on with the Fancy Friday crew, then follow us on Twitter at Fridays Fancy. And our YouTube, where we'll be posting clips and some other fun content for y'all. And as always... Let's get fancy. What's up, everybody? Tommy Tom, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Tommy Tom and One Mike. On there, I talk one-on-one with anyone ranging from musicians, comedians, athletes, heck, even my own parents. It's always a fun time, and when you're done listening to this great podcast right now, you should head on over to Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and check out Tommy Tom and One Mike. And make sure to give the mic a shot. And we are back, folks. Thank you for sticking it out with us. Hope you enjoyed those little commercials. They're fun for us to do. Hope, hope they're fun for you to listen to. Um, with that being said, you know, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we left off. We were talking about uh, Best Worst College Nights. And it got me thinking on the break as I was having my, my snack, a break snack. And I was thinking of, you know, the hangover cures of the the drunk foods. And it always, you know, me being the foodie that I've grown to become, I wanted to ask you guys, like, you know, what, what, are, the, what are the highlights? What are we going to now? For me, it's easy choice. Living up in the Northeast. Chicken bacon ranch pizza. That was a, that's a hell of a pizza. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think for me, I'm much simpler because I need to get it quick. Uh, for, for the hangover. Uh, so, as uh, Dave would know, uh, I became a fan of what I refer to as the muffin button, aka <laughs> I would uh, go to the diner, check if they had a dope-ass muffin. I was like, yo, can you put some butter on that and throw it on the grill? And so they just cut it in half, butter it, throw it on there, and psh, mm, perfection every time. Perfection every time. Every time, always perfect. I wanted the morning when you shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like for me that the city boy me always came out and it was just like, and then at night it's like, oh no, nothing happened tonight. All right, cool pizza. <laughs> Grab me a slice, just classic slice. That's it. Just give me one of the two of those much like Keaton. You know, they said the dairy provides a nice little little lining, helps level it out, and then that bread, that bread and grease fills you up, baby. Can't go wrong with it. But for me, I was. As I got older, I kind of, now now it's just straight chicken. I get like three or four beers, and I'm like, yo, where's the chicken at, bro? Grilled, fried, roasted, don't matter. Where's the chicken at? But I've always, for me, I've always kind of, when it came to that, like the hangover food, that was the one that I always looked forward to the most, which is, you know, the classic New York bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. Yes. You know, that's one word down here. Yes. 
So, like, for me, that was it. I know there's some people that do variants. I know there's some fools that are bringing a sausage patty in the mix. How dare you? But it's bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. That's it. That's the move. On a roll. Classic bodega breakfast right there. That was always the hangover cue for me. Tell us you're from the Northeast without telling us you're from the Northeast. That's what that yeah. story means right there. <laughs> exactly. Tell us you're from New York yeah, yeah. without telling us you're from New York. It's just, yeah. you, get a, you get like a sticky note and you write B-E-C and then underneath it in small letters S-P-K. And then you just hand it to that person Duh. and they know. They know. That's what I want. Nah, man, that was it. That was it. It was always uh, Bex or Sex. Those were those are the two options, all right? <laughs> Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> Yeah. Sauces, egg, and cheese. You, you want one or the other. And, you know, some days, you know, I'm feeling like, yeah, well, I want the sausage. Other days, I'm like, yo, man, it's bacon time. I'm not looking yeah. for something that heavy. <laughs> yeah. See, for me, I feel like the patties were hit or miss depending on where you get it. Bacon always tastes like bacon. You see, what the thing is, it depends because, like, depending on what part of New York you're in, sometimes that bacon tastes like a hot dog. Because it's cheap, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like if they chipped, if they cheap out on the bacon, or they go a little bit too overdone, and it's like biting into like uh, like a, like a tire iron, then you know like they use some cheap ass bacon. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, uh, I'm sorry. We, we can learn together. You know, like, share, and subscribe. We're all learning together. Oh man. Tune in for Keenan's exclusive clips on bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, going back to said questions, you know, as we are getting older and able to uh, progress a little bit in how we spend our free time, I did want to ask you guys, what were those fanciest moments? Those moments where you feel like, Mama, I made it. I did it. You know what? I, I probably, one of them would probably be my 30th birthday performing at the stand and that whole night. That was a that was a fun one, um, but I guess for me personally, it was in the city. Actually, it's probably the the very first time I performed in the city, just because I, I talked to you guys about that mm-hmm. night, and that was uh, the whole basis of uh, kind of putting this together. It was just right. going to that bar afterwards and just like chilling, mm-hmm. and it's like I have family, I have friends all around me and stuff like that that like came out uh definitely wasn't my best performance but whatever and uh you know but it was just like that moment where it's like oh they're these are they're all here for me and it's like that kind of moment where you're like oh all right cool i'm feeling pretty good and you know sure uh there's probably a couple rolling brownouts time travel if you will uh at the end of the night naturally uh, naturally I think that was uh, that was probably the fanciest in the sense for me of just like oh, I'm doing this. One of those kind of moments. Um, it's kind of a two part answer, and I think it's fair because the first part includes Tommy Tom, the second part includes somebody else. So, fanciest night for me was actually at one of Tom's shows, and um, the reason why it's tied was because. You know, like when you grow up with somebody and you think you know them your whole entire life and blah, 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 yeah. blah. That night was one of the first times as an adult I saw my friend as like the fucking man. And it was cool seeing him in his own element. He was running the show. He was thanking people. He was the most outside of his shell I had ever seen. And to me, he had just done the front flip off the stage again. So that was, it was, so a that, metaphorical me, front flip. was one of my fanciest. Yep. 
So that was one. Um, and then the other, which I was struggling to think of until I actually read the question again. And my fanciest night solo, it was at my wedding. I had prepared this little thing for my wife where it was like a list of 25 reasons to like to love her. And like I had like each, like one of our family members that it kind of reminded me of, I like hold up a sign of one of the reasons. So I kind of like gave her the go to bait and switch. I started dancing because I was like so popular at the time. And I could tell on her face, she was impressed, but she was like, whatever, bro. And then I picked up the sign and turned around. And I showed it to her and I saw the look of what the fuck is this guy going to do on her face? And then when she realized what was happening, the sheer look of joy on her face was the coolest thing I've ever done as a human being. So that was definitely my fanciest night. That was the, the you're selling yourself short, wasn't it? Uh, you and Paris, you guys danced to Treasure by Bruno Mars, yes. I believe it was. Yeah. That was what you guys, uh, and you guys pretty much just worked that out the day of, too, because yeah. it was like, all right, how do we do this dance? And you guys pulled it up on the phone and all that. Yeah. Uh, my ass, of course. <laughs> no, I ain't dancing, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. Love you. Well, no, I am not dancing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a dope story. If you know me and my brother. <laughs> if you know me and my brother, it's truly not that strange. <laughs> or if you know me and Tom, it's not that strange for us to like come up with something like that. But my wife's reaction was worth everything ever. <laughs> so Dude, yeah. that's a phenomenal story. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you bring up your wedding night as being when you, your fanciest moments. Because uh, for me, my fanciest, you know, or one of the fanciest moments was on the honeymoon. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we were fortunate enough to take two and a half weeks away. We went to Hawaii explore the islands we're at one of the resorts on uh, being the time difference that it was you know really got used to it so i'm waking up with the sun every morning you know sometimes before it i'd go down go down to the beach you know sometimes with life sometimes without but it was just in those moments just sitting there looking at the waters you know seeing all all the other the rich white folk if you will walking you know like i'm not supposed to be here type feelings to, you know all that and just realize yeah. like no you are supposed to be here like you did it all the countless hours in the office blah 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 blah. you know like you made it to this moment to be able to share with your loved one and like to me like that is the pinnacle of like i don't know if it'll get better than this but i'm enjoying every moment of this right here yeah and so yeah it's definitely the fanciest moment for sure that's fire oh we doing i'm trying to think the least fanciest yeah oh. the least fanciest moment you guys want me to go oh, that's not Nah, I, I, yeah, you can go if you want to, but I, it took me two seconds to think of mine. No, so. no, give yours. All right, so I was up visiting Tom with a different friend, and we're having a good Tom's time. Tom's face says he knows this. We're having a good time. I don't even remember why we were up there, Tom, but I parked my car, and I thought it was in a good spot. Guess what? It wasn't, so I came out to a ticket, and that wasn't fun. And then, on top of that, I was fighting with my friend, other friend at the time, so she wasn't happy with me, so I'm, like, dealing with all this crap. And then, we're at the bar, and I'm, like, trying to cut loose, and, like, we're having a good time, and I see this one girl, and she is not doing well. And her other friend is doing better, but she is not doing well either. And so I go up to the one friend who is, like, kind of cognizant, and I'm like, hey, you might want to catch your friend. And she's like, she's not my friend! And I'm like, cool. <laughs> All right, then. Bye. Sorry for trying to be a good guy. Yeah. Like, I go back to where I was standing, and Tyler was there. 
and like we're trying to be chill because we're both aggravated i don't know what was going on but so my back was leaning up against the wall and i'm trying to be chill and i'm talking to tyler and all of a sudden a drunk ahantis i don't even remember what her name was but the, the chick i was trying to help came up started grinding on me so hard that it just felt painful and not like like, you know, like how sometimes it's like, okay to be a little bit like pain. No, it just, she, she was, she was slamming him against the wall with her ass. Yeah. That's, do that's what guys, was happening. It was yeah. past his threshold of pleasure. So do you guys know, like I, you guys, meaning Tom and Dave in the audience, if you know, if you know, you know, you remember Rikishi and like how he would like drop his butt into the wrestler's <laughs> face, doing the stink face. That's what it was, except I was against a wall, like a, a brick wall. So there was no give. And that's what this woman was doing to me. And I think I still have pelvic issues to this day. Um, so that was my worst night. Uh, just to fill in some blanks, you, we, you came up because at the time our roommate's uh, frat was having a uh, party. This is once again, I guess, tied into uh, some of my colleges. This was another bar party. But this was one of the ones where... They didn't give you tickets. They just opened the bar up to you. So you could go up and do whatever. Uh, you could just get whatever you wanted for however long the party actually went. So then after the bar party, we went up. And this is, I think, the only time I've ever been inside the Dark Horse, which was like the kind of club bar. But I remember the grinding incident because we went up. And I wasn't pissed. I think I just, our house was right next door. So I probably yeah, just was, was like, Yo, I'm going to go, yeah. I'm probably going to go smoke some weed or something. Like, yeah, worst night for you, though, so me, uh, just another night at Cortland for me. Uh, that's, that's like, the essential thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember we're like upstairs in the upstairs dance club area or something. And we're just up against the wall. And I didn't see you have to, the whole talk with the girl because I'm focused on Seb at the moment. And uh, because I think I gave him, I gave him like a shirt, a tie, and a hat or something, and he lost all of those somewhere in the bar. And I had to like literally go up to a girl and be like, "Yeah, can I get my shit back? Thanks." That didn't actually belong to him. Yeah, me and Tyler remember like like we're like hanging out, we're talking like, "Oh, it's Tom." I'm like, wait, that's not fucking Tom, and it's like some chick wearing Tom's hat. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I'm sorry, I I wasn't aware of uh, the trauma. Yeah. Yeah, but that was not, that was not one of those, like, oh, Keenan, so what happened afterwards, like, type of thing, like, nothing happened. I actually went home and iced, I, it really was very painful. I probably went home and iced my uh, groin area, just for safety. So, Tom, how does that line up with your worst one? You know, give me a moment, give me a moment, because I have to sort through these uh, drunken mistakes that I've made in my life and be like, <laughs> which one do I actually, which one am I going to reveal right now, I guess? Yeah. So I don't know if well, you got one, Dave, before I go into it. Dude, I feel like least fanciest moments um, for me when, you know, my wife and I first started dating, uh, you know, went out to visit her at her college uh, out in Arizona State, and we were trying, you know, do all, you know, the romantic things, and, you know, go on the, the dinner dates and the activities and all of that. And I remember she's like, oh, we got to check out the botanical garden here. That's, you know, all the different cacti. You know, you're not used to desert plants. I got to show you all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do it. I'm in, you know, getting a relationship. You're not going to say no. I'm not ignoring the fact that it's, you know, Arizona, middle of summer. 
ridiculous temperatures, you know, I'm just going with it, you know, so we get there, we drive, getting into the car, I get third degree burns, putting oh, on the seatbelt, <laughs> car so damn hot, I'm yeah. not used to it, I'm not, you know, New Yorker that I am, not used to that weather, we get there, we're getting out the car, I feel it already, but I'm just trying to high spirits, high spirits, mm-hmm. you know, keep you fancy through the lake, you know, shoot yeah. the rock, whatever, we're walking through, walking through, and we're just sweating. Just oh, swept, bro. Just yeah. walking through. Both of us are just looking at each other, struggling, trying to like, you know, be like, it's all good, it's all good. And then eventually we just, you know, we see the gift shop, we just cut it in the gift shop, immediately buy water. I'm like, seven dollars. I don't care. Just give me the water, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so we end up staying in the gift shop to like cool down. They're walking out, trying to like bear through it and just like realizing like, oh, this is the struggle. And it's kind of like, you know, we look at back at that moment and laugh and be like, all those things you do to, you know, try to impress the other, or try to like hang out, hang on to the other's idea, knowing that it's like not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's definitely one of those least, uh, least fanciest moments for sure. Trying to be fancy, trying to be cute. Didn't work yeah. out. Well, I guess I, <laughs> I was trying to find diversity, but uh, let's uh, keep the common factor, uh, alcohol. Um, I think the least fancy night for me, and here's the thing, like even my least fancy nights, I had fun. Like I had fun before a lot of uh, bad things would happen and all that. And this one, I think it might surprise, it was probably my least fancy day would probably be, uh, Cortica at MetLife Stadium. Um, I say this (laughs) because look, I had a, I had a blast. But I look back and I'm like, everyone knows you had a blast. Everyone knows you had a good yeah, time. Everyone knew I had a blast. Okay. We, we got a party bus to go out there into the parking lot where we had like a bunch of kegs oh, and stuff and all so that. And good. look, was so I was just, I was excited. I was having fun. My downfall was that they had a keg of sangria. And I was like, oh, oh word, no. sangria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those things offered by a restaurant. They, like, you know, load up a bus, they feed you, give you foods, you know, then they didn't take it back so you don't have to drive. But Tom, Tom hit that sangria. <laughs> Let me tell you, as soon as I knew there was sangria, I was there, like, probably every 10, 15 minutes to, like, refill my, my cup. I was like, this shit's good. <laughs> Your mouth was so red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, you know, then we went into the MetLife game. And here's the thing. I just started wondering. At some point, like we had our seats, but I was like sitting with Dave, and somehow I ended up over by our, our, our boy Matt's frats group, and I was just like wandering around the whole place, just like chilling. But here's the thing: completely conscious, all right. But I'm still fucking sloshed, and I just and I didn't realize how bad I was maybe until I got back to the party bus, and the people hosting, the guy I checked, they're like, "Oh shit." You actually made it back. We were actually making bets that you weren't going to make it. <laughs> we worried about you. Not only does he make it back, but he's holding a fucking bowl. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that happened after. <laughs> See, what happened was, the second they said that, you guys know me, Tom, Pitbull, like, shit, you guys got any more beers here or something? And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're out. We're out, actually. It's like, yeah, we were looking for some for ourselves. I was like, oh, word? Uh, I'll be back. <laughs> it's like, and it was something like, man, I know where I can get some of you. It was like, oh, you don't. No, you don't. You're not going to find it or anything like that. And so I took it as a challenge. So then I go across the parking lot to a boy Hudson's frats group 
where they had their whole setup there. Someone give me alcohol. And all they had was this homemade apple juice mix that this dude made. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll take the bowl. And I go back with a bowl full of alcohol. I'm like, I'm sure we got cups. I'll just do that. At one point, (laughs) at one point, I pulled one of those fall but save save the booze moments in a parking lot where I'm all excited. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. And I'm going across. And then I trip. And my hand just lifted up. I'm holding. Oh god, I did it. Rolled. Kept it good. A little spill. A little spill. Uh, you know, I can't be perfect. Uh, but you know, I made it back to the bus, and I'm sitting there with a a bowl of apple juice, liquor, and like I'm just like, hey, anybody want? No, I'm the only one just chilling, drinking it. And then we get back to the bar, and the two people hosting, I think they loved me. They were like, yo. Any drinks you want are on us. We got it. I was like, oh, cool. All right. But, you know. See? Again, another moment where Tom gets platonic drinks. Yeah. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. You can just make that a checkpoint there. Uh, But after, you know, everyone was leaving. So I just hopped in an Uber with two of our friends from college. David already left and got home. And as we're driving, I realized I have like 10% on my phone left. And I'm still not familiar where Dave lived at that point in time. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll figure it out. So I just kind of like, yeah, just text me your address. And I just looked at Google Maps real quick. Uh, my phone eventually died or something. I like, I was like, yo, my phone's about to die. Just like if you leave the door unlocked or something like that. Long, I'll get it. I'll get it or something. And I did. And uh, at some point, I ended up definitely praying to the porcelain god uh, for a little bit. Well, we've had some fancy-ass moments and some not-so-fancy moments, but I, I do think that uh, with all that great reminiscing, it's a good time to bring this to a close. Find me on Instagram at underscore browniegrands underscore. And, of course, Tom, can you let them know where the people can find you? Ah, you can find me at the TommyTom88 on Twitter and TommyTomP88 on Instagram. And you can also follow my podcast, Tommy Tom, One Mike, Anchor, Spotify, all those little streaming things. And if you want to follow me, Kip Turner, at Hall of Keenan on Instagram. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Kip Ski Play. And of course, please, please don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at Friday's Fancy. And of course, check out the links in the description for the YouTubes and all the other fun, good content that we'll be doing. Uh, once again, y'all, just want to say thank you for taking this time out. And of course, please enjoy the weekend. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Y'all know what it is. Yep. Love y'all. Peace. This is something different. You won't listen to a nigga with some vision. But look at how we living. The whole world in division. Rapping about lies, leave it to the politicians. Hey yo, this is something different. You won't listen to a nigga with some vision. But look at how we living. The whole world in division. Rapping about lies, leave it to the politicians. Yeah.
let's get fancy.